This is The Fourth Revolution by Bartel, a podcast on the technology driving change in manufacturing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Fourth Revolution, brought to you by Bartel. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. For our very first episode of the podcast, we wanted to tap into the passion of the automotive industry. For most employees at Bartel, their love for manufacturing or the automotive industry goes really beyond their job. And who better to feel that passion than one of the people leading Bartel's marketing charge? On this podcast, we're sitting down with Jonathan Kahn, marketing content coordinator at Bartel, to explain how his hobby became his job and his job his hobby, and how understanding content in your industry as a consumer makes your marketing stronger. Jonathan, great to have you on The Fourth Revolution. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Great to be here. I'm really excited to get your passion. Hopefully, you're feeling the passion, too. Always. Always. I love it. So, just to sort of get a sense for what you're really passionate about, I know you're a car guy, but let's get a little more backstory. How did you first get into high-performance cars and, and souping up cars, and what really piqued your interest at first? That all started when I was a kid, probably five years old. My my dad had an old late 80s Alfa Romeo Spider uh, that he bought. And I remember every weekend him being out there in the garage and adding new parts to it and tinkering it around with it. And at that age, I didn't really know what he was doing. The best I could do was, was hold the tool. And sure. when he asked for one, hopefully give him the right one. But at an early age, I saw the passion my father had for cars and it really struck a chord with me too. And I've kind of been a car nut ever since. I love it. Give me some more insight into what car nut means. Are you out in the garage fixing up cars? Are you attending shows and events? Yeah. Give our audience a look into your passion. A a little bit of both. Uh, My dad and I haven't really been tinkering around too much uh, on a physical car. You know, I think a lot of nights when we talk to each other, we might be on different manufacturers' websites, you know, building out dream cars and such like that. Yeah. But um, I was just a couple of weeks ago down at the uh, the New York Auto Show in New York City on the media days getting to take a look and talk with the manufacturers about uh, the new things they're bringing to market, how they're marketing their new vehicles. Uh, one of the interesting people we spoke with was with uh, Hyundai, who's really trying to elevate their brand from your common I don't want to say lower class, but more standard economy vehicle to to really bringing up the luxury nature of them. So that was interesting. And uh, Sunday mornings or even late Saturday nights, I guess you could say, if uh, the Formula One season's on, uh, oh, yeah. I'm tuning in to watch that as well. Love it. Do you have a favorite racer? I do. K- Kimi Raikkonen has been, uh, has been my favorite for a while. Uh, He's uh, transitioned from Ferrari. He's with Alfa Romeo now. So Ferrari was my team, and it was nice having my team and my driver together. So my allegiance is, is somewhat torn this season <laughs> since he's not racing with Ferrari anymore. That's always the uh, the biggest challenge of being a fan of any kind of sport like that. When uh, when your favorite player leaves, ooh, it tests those allegiances. Yeah, you still you still want them to perform well. Uh, as long as it doesn't necessarily come at the cost of the team you actually follow success. Right. 
So being a self-proclaimed car nut, what about the automotive industry really gets you amped? Like, why did you feel the passion for cars specifically? Does it have to do with the speed, the adrenaline, the aesthetics? Is it the, the hands-on nature of getting to fix up and modify cars? Is it the community? What, what really gets you passionate about it? I think it's a little bit of all of those things. Uh, I think when you look at cars, especially over history, they, they were pieces of art. They were handmade and you really had a lot of really cool design elements where you still need the functionality. You still need to get the car from A to B. But if you can do it in a fun way with, with sleek designs and cool technology, um, that really now is, is what drives me. I love looking at new designs. And, and to me, you know, looking at a car is, is like looking at, a, you know, a masterpiece of art. The old early 60s Aston Martins, the, you know, the DB5, and even now in the mid-60s Ferraris and Jaguar E-types, those are just absolutely aesthetically beautiful. And not to mention they handle really well and drive really fast too. So you can't beat it there. Right. So on the other side of your life and following your career, you've been a content creator in your profession since the very beginning. So give our audience a feel for what drew you to that, because obviously your hobby is cars, but your career is also something you're passionate about, finding engaging content and getting that content to the masses. Yeah, it always was. When when I was younger, my, my parents used to joke, I, I'd see commercials on TV or television shows and I'd want to know more how they did it and, and sure. the reason and the reasoning behind why if I'm watching a sporting event, you know, they're gonna show me a graphic at this exact time. So I was lucky enough the end of my college career, I got a chance to work for a regional sports network uh, here in New York, working as a statistician to start with and then a graphics producer and seeing how through numbers and all of this stuff we can we can form a narrative and tell a story with something that when you just look at the data it may not mean anything but in the context of what you're seeing it has great importance and can really shape the story you're telling so over the course of my career working in broadcasting and in web and in video creation and content creation as a whole uh, it's always been my passion to to find what the root and what the story and the purpose of what we're creating is and then find compelling ways to tell that to the consumer so that it draws them in and, and gives them a desire to engage with it as well. So then you were lucky enough to have both of your worlds collide when you started your position at Bartell Machinery Systems. Bartell doesn't just serve the automotive industry, but that's a big piece of what y'all do is, um, you know, manufacture for the automotive industry. And it's, it's pretty great to be able to join a position like this, get to flex your creative muscles, but also be flexing those muscles, working on content that has to do with you know, what's been your hobby and your passion since you were a little kid. So how did you find your two worlds collide when you started at Bartell? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. At Bartell, we have a few key segments, tire and rubber, wire and cable, and oil and gas. And in the tire and rubber uh, segment, we build machines that make specifically components for tires. Uh, beads are our big thing. So it's really great where I can see the process of you know, literally from the ground up, 
how when it comes to cars, you know, your tires are your most important thing in some aspects. They're what get you from point A to point B. So getting to work and understand and learn more about what Bartel does and, and how the work that we do and the machines that we create help influence and help shape the automotive industry. You know, it was the best of both worlds for me. When I was down in New York at the auto show, I, I was looking at all the different tires, seeing the manufacturers thinking, okay, I think the beads in there are ours, or we made the beads in these. So it's just really great for me to be in a situation where the work that I do and the content I'm creating is something that has a greater passion in my outside life as well. Right. Well, and it's something that you definitely shouldn't take for granted either, because a lot of people get to create content, but sometimes it's, you know, it ends up at a company or in a position that the subject matter is something they have to grow to love. It's not something that as soon as they join, it's like, wow, I've loved this forever. And now I get to turn that into my job is creating content about the machinery that powers the cars I love. Right. That's ex that's exactly right. I, I already had a tremendous passion for for cars and the automobile industry. And what I've really enjoyed about my position here at Bartell is I get to learn more about the science and the engineering behind it. Before I, I knew a good tire because you know a Formula One car, I, I know the different types of tires you're going to put on there. I know we've got run flats, you've got all seasons and summers and all that, but now I'm really learning more about the engineering and the science behind it and why those tires are so good. So to me, not only am I creating content that uh, is engaging for the consumer, but on a daily basis, I get to learn more. Uh, and that ability is, has been fantastic. And it's, it's really one of the key factors uh, that I appreciate about working here at Bartel Machinery. What's some of the most exciting content that you've gotten to create that really shows off that intersection of your two worlds? Yeah, so uh, we have a few uh, trade shows annually that we present at uh, back in March at uh, Tire Tech in Germany. Uh, we were able to create uh, our general show video, and we wanted to do something that was a little more than the standard information logo picture video. So we came up with the concept of our key components in, in our tire and rubber segment and what do they mean. So we have quality, we have performance, we have durability. Those are all the big keywords that we would associate with the products we make. So then taking from our end the product and then explaining it to a consumer. So performance, we have sports cars, dependability, we have uh, 18 wheelers and those types of components. So creating a show video that showed off the real life applications of the different things we do was something that we really want to move forward with and progress is not your standard B2B marketing and that Bartel is so much more than our product. It's what you can do with our products. Right. Right. Which I mean, I, I think is is really necessary, at least um, on a branding perspective, to brand yourself as a company, if you're Bartel, um, as you know, servicing the end goal. Not that the you know your products are not the most exciting part; it's what you can do with those products. Because especially in the automotive industry, it's very hands-on, and the people that love their cars, they love to be able to modify where they can. You know, they love to be able to to find um, the best pieces for the engine, the best tires, the best, you know, everything. So 
having that mentality as a company must go a long way to really reach your audience authentically. Yeah, it really does. And we are a component of the tire. So the tire beads that we're making, those are what grips your rims. So you want to have a great grip and a great seal on your rim. So you know if if the quality of the component and the bead we're making is the best you can get, then you know your tire is going to perform well. And you know you have a great tire, you know, you can do so many tremendous things with your vehicle. So since you were so passionate about the automotive industry since you were young, um, and then you entered Bartel trying to create content for this industry, how did that passion for the industry help you look at your role from the eye of the end user? And how did it help you get a feel for what gets people in this industry passionate and engaged? Yeah, so I think as an end user, you're always looking when it comes to content. You want something that's visually going to catch your eye, uh, and you want it to have content that's that's easy to understand and easily relatable. So a lot of the content we're creating here, we want it to be visually stimulating. We want it to catch your eye, um, but we also want it to tell a message, and, and then the message of Bartel that we have over 75 years of experience working in this industry the machines that we make are are reliable they're robust and they're going to meet your needs just like you know if i was a person buying a car i want to know that when i put the key in it's going to start every time i know the performance is going to be good the reliability and and the dependability and the longevity so that's really the message that we're trying to craft and and create here in bartel is that our our machines uh, not only do they perform, not only do they consistently perform, but when you make an investment in a Bartel machine, it's an investment that's going to pay you back many times over for years to come. When you were growing up loving cars and and really tapped into the industry, what kind of content really spoke to you? And how have you channeled that into the content you're helping create at Bartel? To me, the content that always caught my eye was something that when I looked at it originally, I may not have known what it was a commercial for or sure. that it was necessarily a commercial. It, it might have looked like a movie trailer or an infographic, something where you're still advertising, you're still marketing, but you're telling a story and you're giving the people more than just straightforward facts. You still want to give them the facts. You still want to give them the information. But things that can do that in a in a creative way that not only tells the story you want but is memorable. That to me, I think is is what's most important. You want content that is memorable so that it sticks in people's heads and they remember who you are and what you do. So to wrap things up, Jonathan, if we were to give some tips to other content creators or other content marketers in any industry, what would you say is the best plan of action for them to find passion in their industry and relay that through their content? Or maybe the better way to ask that is what tips do you give to people to help them find passion in their own life and then convey that into the work they do? even if it's not in an industry or at a company that directly relates to a passion they might have? Sure. So I I think people can draw from their passions and their hobbies and their interests. 
uh, in many different ways. I, I was lucky enough that I had a passion for cars. It's something I really enjoy. So getting to work in that industry has been great. But when it comes to content, I think it's it's two big things. It's understanding who you are as a company and a brand, and then also understanding how the end user is going to consume and use that information. So making sure you, you look at the content and when you think of it, how would I look at this? How would I react to this? What's something that I find compelling? And use that as a basis for how you generate your content. I think that's really important. And the other thing is, is don't be afraid to, to go out and try some new and creative and out-of-the-box ideas. Uh, in B2B, a lot of the times we see companies, they're very straightforward. They want to tell you the information in the most clear and concise way. And, and that's great. And you can still do that while giving it that creative, eye-catching, remembering flair. I love it. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Fourth Revolution. Uh, it's always a pleasure getting to hear about other people's passions and how that leaks into the work they do every day. Luckily for you, it wasn't just a leak. It was a full-on full on flow. You get to really represent that passion that you've had since you were a kid every day at work, which is really a blessing and, and pretty awesome that you get to do that. So, you know, looking forward to continued conversations with you as we unpack more trends and um, industry insight within your industry and within Bartel. But till then, Jonathan, thank you for joining us on The Fourth Revolution. It was a pleasure. It was. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. And if you like what you heard and would like to listen to previous ones, you can head to bartelmachinery.com or you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.